An anthology about the bad, the short-lived, and the forgotten shows and events in television history. This is It Was a Thing on TV. Before I change my mind! I give you Super Train! Episode 377, Submission 2402. Bob Rudy Day on Late Night with David Letterman. Bob Rudy Day on Late Night with David Letterman aired on May 9th. 1983 on the NBC television network. Well, Mike, we're releasing this on our Podbean page exactly 40 years to the day when we had a special episode of Late Night with David Letterman honoring somebody who we've known and loved throughout the Ask Mr. Melman segments on Late Night with David Letterman. He's always there when Mr. Melman needs to give the audience member something, whether it be two t-shirts, whether it be a hundred packs of gum, whether it be a three-liter bottle of soda. The bunch of nickels. The bucket of nickels. GE Fluxin tubes. That is the assistant sound man to Late Night with David Letterman, Bob Rooney. And so, on May 9th, 1983, for whatever reason, David Letterman decided, you know what, we're going to give Bob Rudy his own special day. It's kind of like how whenever, like, a city declares a proclamation for somebody for a special day or something. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So, okay. It's May 9th, 1983, so we're going to watch this episode we're not gonna watch the entire episode just mainly some of the segments but hey guess who they got to introduce this very special episode of late night with david letterman oh this is a person i didn't even think did letterman i thought this was maybe below him at this point of his career but i was wrong wasn't he like lifetime employed by the network um Possibly. I'm trying to think if maybe you're thinking of uh, of Milton Berle, but I think Milton Berle had like a 50-year contract. It wasn't a lifelong thing. But also, remember, Hope Specials always were on NBC. Yep. Okay, so let's start it. Say, this is Bob, Bob Rooney Hope, wishing everyone a happy Bob Rooney Day. <laughs> Let me tell you, I don't want to say Bob's a bad golfer, but he's hit more spectators than Jerry Ford. <laughs> Bob, we kid you, but this is your day. Enjoy. (laughs) From New York. The city that reminds you not to leave the cap off your felt-tip pen overnight or the pen will dry up. So be careful. It's Late Night with David Letterman. Tonight, singer Slim Whitman, comedian Elaine Boozler, actress Candy Clark, and it's Bob Rooney Day. And now, a man who throws out Barber College gift certificates before asking friends if they need any. 
Now I paused it. Do you want to describe to the listening audience what's behind Dave? So behind Dave, instead of like closing doors like you'd have on any other show, well, they're closed doors, but is that Bob Rooney? It's Bob Rooney. I didn't know Bob Rooney had a mustache, but yeah, Bob Rooney is back there. So yeah, they're going all out on Bob Rooney Day. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. My name is David Letterman, but of course, the real reason we're all here tonight. Yes, it's Bob Rooney Day, ladies and gentlemen. Rooney Day. Uh, uh, now, people, people say to me, Dave, uh, why is it Bob Rooney Day? And, uh, well, that's a question we really can't answer. Uh, I can tell you who Bob Rooney is, though. Uh, America first fell in love with this guy uh, a couple of weeks ago, I think, on our show when we had the Playmate of the Year as a guest. And take a look now at this videotape, and, and I think you'll have to agree with us that there's magic. Let's just describe what was in the clip. So basically, the Playmate of the Year just gave Bob a bouquet of flowers. I didn't notice the bouquet of flowers. I was looking at her outfit. Yeah, of course you would. Well, look at it. I mean, it was... Mm. Oh, how do I describe that? Uh, <laughs> uh, very short. Um, I think it was reddish in color. It was reddish or it wasn't like orange, but it wasn't like pink. Um, I, I'm actually doing research. I want to see who that was. Was that Shannon Tweed? What did it been? Hold on. Let me go back. I'm looking at a list of playmates of the year in 1982. It says Shannon Tweed. Because they wouldn't have picked the 83 playmate of the year till end of 83, I do believe. That might be Shannon Tweed. Who gave that bouquet to Mr. Rudy? I'm surprised they didn't mention her by name. I know, you know, Playmate of the Year is, you know, more grandiose, but yeah, she does have a name. So, yeah, uh, that's probably Shannon Tweed. The 83 Playmate of the Year was Marianne Gravette. And I don't see a picture of her, at least on Wiki. I bet you if I try hard enough, I can find a picture of her. Oh, yeah, you could a, try a, a, all right. A clean picture of her. A clean, clean a, picture. A clean picture. What, what you, you don't want to know what those dirty pictures have on them. Didn't we get into enough trouble last week with Stacked?
Hashtag 4,000-pound breasts. 4,000-pound breasts. Can't believe we made that a thing. All right, let me see here. Uh, you know, that might be her. I don't know. It's tough to tell. I don't know. It's a tough call. I I, I think it might be uh, the, the Marianne Gravatt. But it could be Shannon Tweed. Who knows? Who knows? Yes, that's... Uh... That, of course, is Bob Rooney, our assistant uh, audio man, and uh, she just sort of handed him those flowers, and as she said later, she had no real reason for doing so, and that's pretty much the story of Bob's life. Uh, <laughs> we couldn't be more proud to be celebrating uh, May 9th uh, every year. It's Bob Rooney Day. On this program tonight, Slim Whitman. Uh, also, uh, actress Candy Clark from the new motion picture Blue Thunder. And uh, comedian Elaine Boozler. Plus, we have some dramatic footage from this year's Bob Rooney pageant and uh, all kinds of wonderful surprises that, of course, you normally associate with Bob Rooney Day. Let's introduce our good friend Paul uh, Schaefer, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Dave. You know, and Paul has a Bob Rooney Day shirt on. He kind of sets this whole business on its ear and... I'm just thrilled that it's Bob Rooney Day. What more can I say? Take it away. Nice I'm excited. Said, Paul. Uh, I certainly you know, appreciate I'm that. Excited. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, if everybody at home is all settled in, and, and I assume you've already wakened up the kids, uh, here, here in the audience, if you can just find something to get a hold of, because now the magic moment has arrived. Yes, the months and weeks and nay, years of preparation for another Bob Rooney Day have finally come together, culminating in this one grand network television event and personally i'm proud to be a part of it ladies and gentlemen you know him you love him you can't live without him bob rooney It's pretty darn gratifying, isn't it, Bob? Oh, it's great. Now, uh, I'm sorry, before you folks sit down, let, let us uh, explain the significance of the second side of the cards. Uh, of course, we saw the Bob Rooney photograph, and then this side. Bob, why don't you tell them what that is a picture of there? Now, wait a minute. Yeah, that's... Uh, picture of my face. Now, what is this, Bob? Uh, I think it's my favorite dish. Shrimp with lobster sauce. Bob Rooney's favorite dish, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> with lobster sauce. I was wondering what that was. Shrimp and lobster. So yeah, the audience they had like a, they had like what what would you describe it like? They do it sometimes at stadiums where yeah they they have on one side it, it has an image or a phrase and then supposedly they're supposed to flip it in unison and there's some other message on the back. Well, the problem is. There was no unison here. Even when oh. they went back and said, hey, let's see what's there. You had uh, one or two people on the wrong side and, oh, I'm going to flip it. Hold on a second. Hey, 
I think this is the first time ever we're going to bring this up on the podcast. Do you know where I'm going with this? I think, but I want to hear it. I got one word for you. Capota want. I didn't want to say that. I, I, I really didn't want to say that. I can see it, though, but mm, it reminds me of... Like I said, that some, I've seen it in like college football games. I really haven't seen it in pro games. But yeah, you have like a block of people in the stands and each one has like a, a poster board. And, you know, if they have it all the right way, it looks like something. But if, you know, one person has it upside down or or the wrong side uh, facing out, it looks kind of screwy. I've seen that before. I just don't know where. I can't put my finger on it. But aren't you glad that we finally mentioned Capota Wand on this podcast? Is it really a, a high moment here? Getting Capota Wand out of the way? Oh, by the way, if you don't know what that means, go search it. You might see one of our names pop up. G-P-O-D-A-W-U-N-D. Just saying. It's uh, wow! It's unbelievable, and and people say to me, Dave, uh, how can this year's Bob Rooney Day be better than last year's Bob Rooney Day? But I get a feeling already it is somehow, don't you? Forget about it. Can't compete with it. <laughs> Have you had a good day uh, so far? Unbelievable. Yeah. Can't and, compete with yesterday. And uh, where where you where do you call home, Bob? Where is home? Brizzy Point, New York. Uh huh. And, uh, and and for people maybe new to the country, uh, what do you do on the show here? Audio assist. Audio assist, ladies and gentlemen. Bob Rooney. Take it easy. Take it easy over there. Uh, all right, Bob. Uh, this, of course, uh, this program is dedicated to you. If you'd just like to uh, walk back over here to the place sure. of honor, uh, we have a, a lounge chair for you and a newspaper. Thank you. And uh, a uh, reading lamp there. Uh, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, as you may or may not know, traditionally on Bob Rooney Day, we do what we can to grant this man three wishes. Anything this man desires, myself and the staff and the entire unit here at NBC will do anything we can to make them a reality. So at this time, Bob, I'd like to ask you, whatever it is, world travel, riches, jewelry, a home in the Bahamas, give us now... Wish number one, ladies and gentlemen, Bob Rooney's first wish. Uh, I think I like a cold beer. A cold beer? <laughs> Can we have a cold beer for... Okay. Thank you. There you go. That's, thank you very much, Tommy. That's, uh, that's wish number one if you're scoring along at home, and, and, and more than likely you are. Now, Bob, uh, two left. What about number two? Uh, BLT. A BLT, ladies and gentlemen. Tommy, do we have a BLT for Mr. Rooney? Okay, Thank boy, you. there is eating at its finest. Uh, all right, Bob. Uh, the tension is building both here in the studio and all across North America. Wish number three, Bob. What, what's it going to be? Uh, another beer. Another beer for Bob Rooney, ladies and gentlemen. Come on. Thank you. Uh, it's, uh, I, I don't know about you at home, but so far it's just an unbelievable night here in the studio. Uh, you make yourself comfortable, Bob. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to pause. We'll be right back 
with Slim Whitman. Remember, it's Bob Rooney Day. You know, three wishes he wished for a BLT. What was it? Another beer? A beer, a beer and, and another, another beer. And since I ate all that food, I drank a beer. I drank another beer. Three beers. Four beers. Oh no. Five beers. Six beers. Seven beers. Eight beers. Nine beers and a bloody May. Good. Oh my gosh. Hey, that's the high life though. A beer, a BLT, and another beer, and you've got a recliner there. Oh yeah. And you've got the entertainment right behind you. You've got uh, Paul Schaefer and the and the band there. The one thing I noticed uh, that David mentioned. Apparently, this isn't the first annual Bob Rooney Day. They did this in like '82. Eh, it could be like a joke. They talk about how Bob Rudy Day is like a traditional thing. Like Christmas or like Easter. Right, I get it. It's a big day devoted to one guy. And look at the, uh, the, the art card here. What's behind the deck of cards or the hand of cards? Another beer. Another beer. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's just an unbelievable night here in 6A in the middle of Manhattan. It's Bob Rooney Day, and uh, frankly, I couldn't be happier. Now, um, it should be remembered before we begin that the thrill of being Bob Rooney, or the Bob Rooney experience, if you will, <laughs> is not confined to just this great man himself, Bob Rooney. There are other people who can know that special feeling, and... Some of them are with us here tonight, and let's take a minute now to talk with some of these other people. Uh, if you'll just come on down to the microphone, sir. Nice to see you, sir. Uh, what is your name, sir? Uh, Bob Rooney. Bob Rooney. Uh, Bob, where are you from? Uh, Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. Bay, oh, also from Brooklyn. Now, uh, what do you do for a living, Bob? Excuse me? I say, what do you do for a living? I'm a supervisor in a local utility. Uh-huh, and, and I bet you get a lot of kidding about the name Bob Rooney, huh? Uh, not until tonight. I really... <laughs> uh, does, uh, does May 9th represent any kind of inner pride for you? Uh, not really. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I'm being honest. And how, how do you, uh, uh, how do you celebrate, uh, aside from the tie, how do you celebrate Bob Rooney Day? <laughs> uh... <laughs> uh... Oh, that's just a joke. Uh... How do I celebrate? Yes, sir. Uh, probably the same way that Bob Rooney does. Okay, Bob, come on down and, and have a seat next to Bob Rooney, if you will. <laughs> Bob, nice to see you, sir. This is Bob Rooney. Bob Rooney. Uh, all right, we have some other uh, folks in the audience we'd like to talk to uh, this evening. Uh, is there anybody else? Uh, yes, sir. Come on over to the microphone. And may we have your name, sir? Bob Rooney. Uh-huh. And, uh, Bob, what do you do for a living? Not much. Uh-huh. And uh, how old are you? Fifteen. Uh, Fifteen. And uh, how, how do you celebrate, uh, aside from the T-shirt, uh, Bob Rooney Day? 
I don't. You don't. And uh, you must be pretty excited to be here tonight. Oh, yeah. All right, well, come on down, Bob, and have a... It should be a... There you <laughs> Boy, th those, uh, those chairs uh, are pretty comfortable, aren't they? Yeah. And maybe with any luck, Bob will share that BLT with you. Now... Now, can we describe what they're sitting on? Now, I noticed that when uh, Bob Rooney, the man of the hour, sat down in his recliner, I noticed that there were a couple of lawn chairs sitting there. I mean, just regular 80s lawn chairs with, with like thin plastic tubes as seats and as backs. That's what this is. This is like semi-cheap lawn furniture from the early 80s. Yeah, that you'd probably take out to the beach or something. Yeah. Something for the backyard, yep. Uh, okay, and finally, we have one other uh, audience member that we'd like to talk to here this evening. Come on down, sir, if you will. And a uh, nice-looking uh, gentleman. Where are you from, sir? Brooklyn, New York. Also from Brooklyn. <laughs> and uh, uh, may I have your name, sir? My name is Bob Rooney. Bob Rooney also. And, and uh, how about you? Do you take a lot of razzing this time of year about your name? No. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, how do you celebrate Bob Rooney Day, Bob? I celebrate Bob Rooney Day every day. Uh-huh. Well, that's, uh, I think, you know, I think if, if more of us had that attitude, <laughs> this would be a better world in which to live. Bob, come on down and join the festivities. I don't, I don't know. We don't have another. I'm sorry, Bob. We're going to have to have to get you. Is he going to sit there on the... Uh, fine. Make yourself... Boy, oh, boy. What a pathetic display this is. Uh, uh, you know, Bob Rooney Day is a time for fun and games, and that's, of course, all well and good, but we should not lose sight of the other guy that we all know so well. I'm talking about the tender Bob Rooney. Here now is Late Night's special tribute to Bob Rooney and to all of you who are Bob Rooney at heart. This is from Us With Love. <laughs> And this is basically just images of Bob Rudy at the park. Oh, he's reading a book. Now he's pondering what's in the book. Oh, and now he's in a field of tulips. Oh, there's some ducks. Do not feed the animals. <laughs> and he's feeding the animals. Oh. Oh, man. Uh, 
I think here it'd be a good time to point out that in high school, Bob was selected as most likely to be picked out of a lineup. Now, um... This is CNN Breaking News. All right. Before we resume fervor, ladies and gentlemen, joining us now in the room, ladies and gentlemen, we're like 25 minutes into the episode. 24 and a half minutes, 45 minutes, same difference. Jingle Alexander has just joined us, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, the breaking news is I've uh, me and Kisla won our first trivia night since before the pandemic. That's the breaking news. So, yeah, I am very happy about that. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, uh, I'm looking at the uh, Bob Rooney package right now, and I'm thinking to myself, and here I was thinking that the uh, series finale of A Million Little Things was sad. By the way, that is on the year-end review special. So. This is not a sad occasion, though. This is a joyous occasion. It is well, a joyous occasion. It is a joyous occasion, but they used a very morose song. It's like, I... you can't not listen to it and not feel feelings. I guess. <laughs> My next guest is the man responsible for making the yodel popular again, and thank heavens he did. Making a return appearance on this program, it's a pleasure on Bob Rooney Day to welcome Slim Whitman. Now, Slim Whitman's going to perform a song here. I'm just going to skip this and just go straight ahead to the talking part right after the break. to the, uh, the show, and uh, we're very excited because uh, Slim Whitman is back with us and back again uh, on Bob Rooney Night. Later in the program, we have a clip from this year's Bob Rooney pageant. Uh, Candy Clark will also be joining us. And, uh, it looks like a shiki baby Rooney with hair. Uh, Slim, thanks for being here. How, how long have you known uh, Bob? Mm-hmm. Uh, about five minutes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, now the... <laughs> I'm sorry. But that is so true. He does look like shiki baby with hair. Nah, you want to know what my first thought was? What? And it's very timely given today. I thought he was part of a mariachi band. Oh, God. Today's Cinco de Mayo, in case uh, uh, you guys don't know uh, our recording schedule. So, yeah, I could see him with uh, the guitar or you know, something like that. He looks like he's a, a mariachi band player with that jacket and the little tie. Yeah, I guess so. Last time you were here, we talked about uh, uh, your career before music. You yeah. you played a little minor league baseball, yeah, a little baseball, a little shipyard, and then into into music business. You're also a meat packer, right? Yeah, I was. Now, yeah. W- w- define that term for us. A lot of people throw it around, but few people really know <laughs> really well, know what in, it means. In, in, in the early days, when I first got married, this is my 42nd year as being married to the, the same girl, Jerry. Uh-huh. 42 years. 42 years. And. and and when we got married in, in 1941, I was uh, in, in, the, in the parking house. Uh-huh. I, I, was, I was running the sausage grinder that, uh, that, that made the links. Ooh. Yeah. And uh, what, what goes in that comes out links? Anything you can talk about? No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, is no. it true that you hold the, the record for the longest sustained yodel? I do. I don't know. I don't know. Is that, does that ring a bell with you? Well, really, there was, uh, there was a good friend of mine, Elton Britt, had uh, a record called Chime Bells, 
And uh, the, the record company called me one day, Imperial Records back then, which is no longer there, but they, they said, why don't you do chime bells? I said, well, if you, if you do chime bells, you've got to top the other record or there's no use doing it. So I think the record was, uh, with, with Elton, was, was about 30 seconds, and we did 45 seconds. 45 seconds, one yodel. One long, sustained yodel. But don't ask me to do it tonight because that was years ago. Yeah. Uh, well, can you do that for us no. tonight? No. <laughs> no. 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 I'm not ashamed. Now you gotta, you gotta have your, uh, you gotta have your vocal cords loosened yeah, up. Yeah, you gotta be you? in good shape, and you gotta be 20 years younger. And uh, you can't yeah. do a little yodel for us, a small one. <clears throat> Una Paloma Blanca, I'm like a bird in the sky. Yeah, that's all. That's great. That's great. Uh, nice, nice to have you back, Slim. Yes, nice to see you. Nice and, good to be back. And uh, you, actually, you can buy your records in stores, can't you? I hope so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> pe people think you can just order them through the. Yeah. As a matter of fact, this is my 35th year in show business, and I just signed uh, another couple of years with CBS Records. <laughs> hey, how about that? Uh, and, and, and it, proved, it proves you are doing something right or they wouldn't sign oh, you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, right. thanks again for being here, Slim. Stay Thank right you. where you are. we got some other business to tend to. Stay right there. Uh, uh, Slim was talking about how he'd been in show business for 35 years and, of course, had enriched uh, all of our lives. Well, Bob Rooney... Our own Bob Rooney, our assistant audio man, has enriched our lives in so many ways. It's really impossible to mention all of them. But did you ever stop to think how much this man, Bob Rooney, has contributed to our modern language usage? It may seem hard to believe, but each of the following phrases, which we use every day, were first introduced by Bob Rooney. Take a look at this. I'll read them along with you. I can't. I'm on a five. Look, if anybody asks, I'm in the bathroom. Cover for me, okay? That was a different five. No, I was back there. Didn't you see me? It hasn't been any five minutes. Oh, come on, I was there the whole time. Why would I lie about that? And finally, you're not still mad about that, are you? Yes. All I can say, it's a magic night, ladies and gentlemen. We're going away for station identification here, but we'll return. We have plenty of stuff left. Come on back. And right when they went to commercial break, Bob gave a toast to like one of the other guys in the long chair. He needed a five. One of the other Bob Rooney's. Yeah. Yeah, Chico, you weren't here earlier, but they got a bunch of other people named Bob Rudy in the audience. And they're sitting next to Bob Rudy in lawn chairs. So this is not like for all of the Bob Rooney. This isn't the Dave Gorman project. This is one Bob Rooney that they're 
Oh, honoring. Honoring? Honoring. Yeah, it's his day. It's his it's special his day. It's his day, okay. It's his special day. I also want to mention that Slim Whitman, he would have just turned 100 years old back on January 20th. Oh. I was curious about his age and just happened to stumble upon it. And as you can imagine, he's not with us any longer. He did pass in 2013. More beers. Thank you very much. Welcome back to the program, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Coming up in this half hour, Candy Clark and Elaine Boozler will be here. Now, tomorrow, uh, listen to this and get ready to circle your TV guides. Uh, Comedian Gary Shandling will be here tomorrow night. Boxing judge Lucille Fletcher. This is a fascinating woman. Yep, she. I think she's the mother of uh, Frank the Animal Fletcher. Is this correct? Uh, really? <laughs> and we have an authority on subliminal advertising. Please remain seated when I announce this man's name, Dr. Wilson Brian Key. I don't know how we did it, but he'll be here tomorrow night. Uh, that'll be Dr. Wilson Brian Key, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you know. As everybody knows, the Bob Rooney pageant was held earlier this evening in Bob's hometown, and we were lucky enough to have a a tape of this year's play uh, entitled The Littlest Rooner. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, get out your handkerchiefs. There won't be a dry eye in the house. Time for bed, Billy. But, Mom, it's only four in the afternoon. This isn't any way to celebrate Bob Rooney Day. Who, uh, who is Bob Rooney? Mike, do you want to describe... Dave is playing the father. Do you want to describe what he has on? Okay. He's wearing a Bob Rooney mustache. But honestly, when I look at Dave here, the first thing that comes through my mind is he's in some sort of witness relocation program. He's in the witness protection. Fake mustache, dark sunglasses that you'd see in the 70s and 80s. Look what's in the background. A Bob Rooney poster the kid has in his room. Yeah, because he loves Bob Rooney. Who doesn't love Bob Rooney? Everybody loves Bob Rooney. Who's Bob Rooney? Daddy's the assistant sound man on Late Night with David Letterman. Late Night with David Letter who? I don't believe I know that program. Yeah, you know, and uh, I think we've all had enough of this uh, Bob Rooney nonsense. Uh, uh, turn out the lights, son. Uh, we're history. My parents don't understand anything. Hey, kid, you mind if I read the newspaper? Wow, Bob Rooney! I'm on a break. Golly, Bob Rooney in my own house. This is the best Bob Rooney day ever. If I could only figure out my parents. Now, I have a question, guys. How the hell did Bob Rooney get into this kid's room? You heard the dream sequence music? Yeah. But I, think your, I think that's your answer. Yeah, Greg, that tingle is legally binding. But okay, let's just say this is a dream. How did he get into the room? He walked through the proverbial fourth wall. Because sequence. In, dreams, it. in dreams, you can walk through the fourth wall. Ask okay. anybody. Oh, he's reading a newspaper. 
Probably typical Bob Bruni, reading a newspaper on the job. Hi, Billy. Those two adults who put you to bed weren't your parents at all. They were just evil imposters. They've been sent to jail. Here are your real parents. We found them tied up in the basement. Oh, Billy, I'm just so sorry this had to happen on Bob Rooney Day. Oh, don't worry. I have a hunch Bob Rooney Day turned out just fine. Right, Bob? Yeah, right. <laughs> and guys, this is the show image right here. That's it right there. Bob Rooney reading the newspaper. With a Bob <laughs> Rooney poster. A Bob Rooney poster. Up in here, guys. A touching reminder that Bob Rooney Day is a day for family. Uh, how's it going over there, Bob? You doing all right? Just great. And uh, the other Bob Rooney, uh, got enough beer for you guys? Just hold it up, great. Okay, if you need anything, just let me know and we'll get it out here for you. How long have you been with NBC, Bob? Eight years. Eight years? And uh, I understand you have a clip with you tonight. Yes, it's the controversial uh, beer drinking scene from uh, Wee Magazine. I have to tell the audience, watch it, the language will be a little rough. Okay, this is a, a clip that uh, Bob brought along for us to enjoy here tonight. Thank you very much, Bob. It's the controversial beer drinking scene from We Girls. Can I get some beers over here? I'll have a couple here. Hi, Jack. I bought you a couple of beers. Great. Right. There you go. Thank you. Here. I'm going to see if Francine needs any help with the steaks. I'm sure. That's quite a bit you've got there. Yeah. Can I have a beer? Sure. Thanks. Oh, good dressing. These sweaters are something else, aren't they? Uh-huh. Who's that? That's Diana. She'll be at the party tonight. She's the hot number. It's going to be quite a hot party. Yeah. <laughs> you can bet on that. Okay. <laughs> That, of course, is the uh, generic, uh, generic late-night clip that we offer to our guests who do not have a film clip of their own. Uh, nicely done, Bob. Uh, Bob uh, Rooney Day will continue with Candy Clark right after this, folks. Come on back. So, he just used the generic clip, and the generic clip is just People drinking beer. I sense that's a theme this episode. Beer, beer, beer more beer. Beer. Thank you. My next guest has appeared in many memorable films, including The Man Who Fell to Earth, Fat City, an American graffiti for which she received an Academy Award nomination. She is currently appearing in Blue Thunder. Welcome, please. Candy Clark. Candy. Chico, do you want to describe to the audience what we just saw? Candy Clark walks onto the stage and plants a big fat one on Bob Rooney's lips. Woo! -woo! Well 
Andy Howard. Nice to see you. Oh, he's cute. Oh, isn't he? He's cute. That Bob Rooney. Boy, oh boy. Bob Rooney. Uh, welcome, uh, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. You know, uh, you have uh, this impressive list of credits, and I left something out. You also appeared on The Dating Game. Yes, I did. Now, were you, were you a uh, bachelorette or a celebrity contestant seeking a date? I was seeking a date, and I won an agent. Uh-huh. And, mm -hmm. and uh, what was the big prize? Well, the prize was a, a trip to South America, and I gave him the trip to... And he took a date with him down to South America. And I think it turned out to be a real fiasco. Well, now, why, why didn't you go with this guy? Because I had just come back from South America. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, 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 say, if, if you're going to, uh, like, Sweden, would you have gone with him to Sweden? Um, well, you know, he, he just wasn't, well, maybe he's listening. He was a wonderful guy. But what you're saying, <laughs> he was no Bob Rooney. He was no yeah. Bob Rooney. Right. Bob I would have gone with in uh, a second. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, what now, uh, why were you on that show anyway, not that you Well, that you was at be. the beginning of my career, and uh, they asked me if I wanted to be on it, and yeah. so I said yes. Uh, did you win anything, like a... Uh, I uh, won a bicycle, and uh, some other things. I mean, we're talking about 11 years it's ago. It's a long time yeah, ago, yeah. and I don't think about this time very much. Now, when, when did you make uh, uh, American Graffiti? When was that? I made that in 1973. Yeah. Uh, now, how did you get the part in that? I tried out for it. I auditioned, and... Uh, I made a, uh, at that time, I hadn't read the script, and my agent told me it was, took place in the 50s. And so it had been about a year since I had a, a, a movie job, so I thought, by golly, this time I'm going to dress for the part. Yeah. And so I went into the office, I had on rolled up jeans, a ring around my neck, a Letterman sweater, and... Uh... Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. You I, I had a line of clothing for a while, and then... <laughs> We, uh, we sold oh, some sweaters me. and some stuff, but, uh, uh, so you, you went in and you're dressed <laughs> And I was dressed 50s. wrong. Yeah. Because it was, took place in the 60s. That's right. And, uh, <laughs> and I didn't do too well on that appointment because it was just so obvious that I desperately wanted a job. And so, a week or so passed and I read the script and it was really good. And so, uh, I got my agent and it's really unheard of to go back in a second yes, time, really you know, it's really hard to get someone in again. And they didn't even recognize me. I went in just yeah. normal, and uh, lo and behold, I got the part. Well, that's great. Now, did you get rid of the agent, though, the guy who was screwed up in the first <laughs> no. place? You still got him? Yeah. No. You don't have him. That was years ago, too. <laughs> oh, so he's gone now. He's, he's history, now. as they say. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, Blue Thunder, I have not, I have not uh, seen the movie. Is it out yet? I know it's... It opens Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Okay, well, so there's no way I could have seen it. No. Okay. Uh, but there, there have been some very successful sneak previews. I w wasn't invited to any of them. But people who have seen it tell me... It's a, it's it a is, potential it's, a blockbuster, I, as they say. That's what they're saying. I hate to count my chickens, but uh, yeah. that's what they're saying. Okay, and we're going to take a look at a little bit of it here now, right, Candy? Right. Do you know what we're going to see here? This is a scene where I'm, um, I have the secret information that uh, the, everybody wants, and I'm racing through the streets of Los Angeles, and, uh, and here we go. Okay, the secret information. Yes. Uh, Candy Clark has it. And uh, folks are racing through the streets of Los I'm Angeles. I'm racing through the streets. Just another day in Southern <laughs> California.
What's the deal on that? What are, what's going on there? What's the uh, helicopter doing there? Well, that's the Blue Thunder. Yeah. And uh, this is a fictionalized story. Yeah. And um, I guess that's good. I guess <laughs> this is not a true story. Yeah. But all the the things that that helicopter is equipped with exists now. Uh, it's equipped with uh, infrared uh, photographic devices. Uh, shotgun hearing devices where I can hear through your bedroom walls and uh, hear through all, your bedroom uh, walls uh -huh, from a helicopter. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Wow! It's got uh, yeah, <laughs> so be careful. And it's got uh, cameras in it that can, you know, take pictures from uh, high up in the sky. Yeah. What about it's got a, a computer uh, in it? Toaster it's got, oven. It's got machine guns in it. Yeah. Machine guns. And this, in it. and this falls into the wrong hands and is uh, scaring people witless, I guess, huh? Yes. Yeah. Uh, they're trying to bring it into Los Angeles for the 1984 Olympics for crowd control. Oh. How, did you, how did you like downtown LA? Is it interesting, isn't it? It's all right. I, I was mostly driving very fast by the building. You, you did all of that driving? Yeah, didn't I did you? about 85% of it. No kidding. Now, what happens if you, if you hurt yourself? Well, I guess you just hurt yourself. I didn't hurt myself. I, I did have a small collision. A small collision? A small well, collision. But you, one of the stars of the movie gets hurt in a car wreck and... Uh, well, I was strapped in. I have shoulder harnesses on and a waist harness. Still in all, I mean, stunt people are paid good money to risk their lives like that and... I wanted to do it. Oh, I oh. wanted to do it and they said I could do it, so I did it. All right. Well, good for you. Nice to meet you, Candy. It looks nice like a great you. film. Candy Clark, ladies and gentlemen. And we'll be back with Elaine Boozler. On Bob Rooney Day. Okay, while that was playing, I actually looked up Blue Thunder. And believe it or not, the following year, there was a television series on ABC based off of it. Now, it's already on the list, guys, so don't worry about it. But, guys, do you want to know? Three people that are on this show, and this is tonight's edition of Who Are Three People Who Have Never Been in My Kitchen? I'm listening. Okay. First, Dick Butkus. Okay. The other one, Bubba Smith. And the third, you're going to be like, what? Okay, here it is. Dana Corvey. One of these things is not like the others. Yeah, that invoked a, a what for me. Dick Buckus, football badass, Bubba Smith, another football badass, Dana Carvey? Okay. Yeah, I guess. But just remember, it's 1984, so it's about two and a half years before he gets the SNL hit, so... Okay, so we're going to skip a Lane Boozer set. I'm sure it was a great set. Life but... has skipped a Lane Boozer for like the last 35 years. It's okay. But oh, look at this title card here. 
Do you want to describe the title card here for the kids listening? It's three guys and two phone booths, and they're all wearing late night Letterman's jackets. Uh, there's three phone booths there. They just happen to be huddled around two of them. Ah, okay. Now, for you kids who don't know, a phone booth was something that you had to put money into to make a telephone call because we didn't have these newfangled things we call cell phones. Hence the phrase, here's a quarter, call someone who cares. Yeah, brother. Gosh, uh, we've had so much fun here tonight, but uh, on a serious note, you know, there are other Bob Rooney's in the tri-state area who, for one reason or another, business commitments family, uh, although equally deserving, could not join us tonight. So we would like to pay tribute to those folks if we could at this time. And here now is a list of the other Bob Rooney's not in attendance. Bob Rooney, 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 Bob Rooney. And uh, gentlemen, we salute you. Well, uh, that wraps up another unbelievable Bob Rooney Day. I want to thank my guests, of course, Slim Whitman, Candy Clark, Elaine Boozler, Bill Wendell, Paul Schaefer in the band. Happy birthday, by the way, Charlie. And, uh, of course, Bob Rooney, ladies and gentlemen. Good night. Okay, I'm going to get in trouble for this. Is it just me or does Bob Rooney look like Mike Lindell, the MyPillow guy? Don't say you don't see it. It's just you. Fair enough. I thought he looked like uh, Mike Lindell a little bit. I do want to add something very interesting to this. The video we just watched, five years ago, somebody commented on it on YouTube. Bob Rooney's daughter. Yes, and of course the video and I didn't mention this, is on the legendary Don Gilbert's YouTube channel. And we got the comment right here, right down below, from at Sharon Rooney 9014. My father was Bob Rooney. He passed away five years ago. You have no idea how much this video means to me and my family. It's so nice to hear him laugh. Thank you. And we should add that comment was posted five years ago. So Bob Rooney passed away at least 10 years ago. Okay, what are our final thoughts about this legendary day in 1983? I feel like we must have some sort of celebration in honor of Bob Rooney today, Tuesday, May 9th. You know, they do all sorts of holidays, you know, International Pet Day and Sibling Day and Peanut Butter Day. Why not make May 9th International Bob Rooney Day? I know, we all have these made-up holidays now that are like the thing on social media. Let's have an international Bob Rudy Day. You know what? It was a thing on TV every year should celebrate May 9th as Bob Rooney Day. You have no disagreement from me. Yeah, we could all sit in a recliner. We could all drink, like, Heineken beer, reading the newspaper. BLTs. BLTs. I like it. Tell people, yeah. hey, cover me. But on May 9th, 1983, David Letterman gave us 
a very memorable day on TV. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. And remember, you can always go to our website, itwasathingontv.com, where you can listen to all 376 episodes that preceded this one. We got live shows, mini-sodes, director's cuts, all whole sorts of different things that you can listen to. We have a vast archive. We have over 500 pieces of content there. And it should be noted, you know, Greg said over 500 pieces uh, to listen to. The instant reaction that went out over the weekend, that was number 500. This is number 501. So we're over halfway to 1,000. Oh, yes. And you know what? We're just getting started this week because we're back to resuming pilot month. And Chico, what's going to happen in the next episode? Well, if you'll stick around, Greg, we are going to go into the future. The future? The future. What's in the future? Well, in the future, we learned that the more things change, the more things stay the same. Uh, Everything just likes to break down. People like to have predispositions about other people. And robots break down on a day-to-day basis. And when they do, it's supposedly very funny. Also, in case you're not baffled by that pilot, we have Leonard Nimoy as a psychic? He'd do better than Yuri Geller. Oh, don't get me started on Yuri Geller. One trick! One stupid trick! It is not that impressive. It is not impressive. Don't encourage it, Chico. It's not impressive at all. But all of that is coming in the week to come right here on It Was a Thing on TV. For Greg, for Mike, I'm half a Chico. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. Please be kind to each other. And we'll see you for the next one. Wow! Do we have a a William Marshall? Is there a Mr. Marshall? Bill Marshall. William Marshall. Hi, Bill. How are you? Nice to see you. Where are you from? I'm from Wilmington, Delaware. Wilmington, Delaware. And what are you doing up here? I just took off today. Come up to your show. What what, what do you do down there? I work as an accountant for Uh PNC Financial Corporation. PNC meaning... Uh, I don't really know what it means. <laughs> but you do work there. Yes. Well, ask Probably around. Probably won't get a raise now, but. Uh, and and, and uh, tell us uh, in a sentence quickly what what is Delaware like? I've never been to Delaware. Well, I used to live in New Jersey, so all I can really say it's better than New Jersey. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Man is winning friends wherever he goes. Did you like the little dog story I told earlier? Yeah, it was sad. All right, it was sad, but it had a happy ending until until the cat got him. All right, uh, uh, let's see. You have a question for Mr. Melman. Yes, Larry. uh, At the moment, I have two girlfriends. Ooh, look out. (laughs) One has brains and one has beauty. I'd like to know which one should I choose. Well, I wish all problems were this easy to solve. (laughs) A simple brain transfer can be performed with jumper cables and a lightning rod. But be warned, afterward, the dumb, ugly girl is going to be really pissed. Bob Rooney, please get this nice person a pair of floor shine, wingtip shoes, size 10 